afternoon. How are you guys doing? Hey, hey. Oh, so I figured tonight, a day late, we'll talk about Columbus Day. Bible study tonight? Oh, gosh. Um, not prepared for that. Maybe a little bit. We can th- maybe we can do a little bit. The topic tonight is the history of lies. Did Columbus discover America? Did he discover anything? Um, no. <laughs> no, probably not. Well, he might have discovered things, but not, um, not what they told us he did. What's up, Matthew? What game? Is there a, wait, it's not Monday night, is it? What up? Yeah, we're going to talk about some uh, some real history. Because the real history ends up tending to be more interesting than, um, than you know, than, than we, we were taught in school. And I think everybody's uh, favorite uh, Italian whipping boy is Christopher Columbus. And we're going to, um, I don't know if we're going to abuse him tonight, but we're going to talk about like the people who wrote the history books about it. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys all saw the vid. Probably not, because I just released it um, around 6.37 tonight. I did a video about uh, Christopher Columbus and um, what's true about him. And obviously it's true that he didn't discover America. These are the Harmon. Um, I always I was forget. They're Harmon... Uh, Cardone or, or Cadron or something like that. Yeah. Everyone likes these. But yeah, so we were talking about uh, Christopher Columbus. And I think most people realize at this point, no, he did not uh, discover America. Um, it's kind of funny when you think about it, too. It's like, well, I mean, you show up to a place people are already at. And did you discover anything anyways? Um, but I mean, let's just talk about the very beginning thing where it's like, the, what were presented, and, and I don't want this to be a, a, you know, a shape of the earth debate, but the way they presented it a lot was that people used to think the earth was flat and you'd sail off the edge if you went west. But then eventually they realized it was a, it was a sphere. They became ball, everybody became a ball earther. And then Christopher Columbus decided a shortcut to India, instead of going around Africa, would be going head straight west. When you really think about it, it's like, okay, so if they didn't know how big the earth was, why would they assume that was faster? You know? I mean, honestly, it's like, as somebody who's taking a ship out there, you know, like he's thinking he's going to hit India. And then, so the, so he names all the people here Indians. This does sound like you're telling, you're telling these things to a child, right? I mean, this is, this is what it is. When you're lying to a child, this is what it sounds like. Oh Yeah. He just said he would go. He would go the opposite way, and for some reason, that would be faster. Why did anyone think it would be faster? And so, so ultimately, if he's trying to find India, he got to I think where they believe he went to like Haiti, some kind of some kind of island in the Bahamas, right? He 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 landed in the Bahamas, and then he got out and started calling everyone Indians. Does anyone believe that? I mean, like I said, really just think about that. I mean, we probably do believe it because. We've been told it so much, but it does not make sense. You know, it, do, it does not really make sense 
that he, 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 he landed on an island and immediately started saying, oh, well, obviously I'm in India, so everybody's Indian. That is so silly. I mean, that, that idea is silly. He obviously knew he didn't land in, in India, right? Because he was going there for trade. So he would immediately discover, wait a minute, this, I think we took a wrong turn. I think, I think maybe this wasn't the right way. Maybe, or maybe this, or maybe they were trying to discover the new world, or maybe they were trying to, it was time to establish their new world, their new world order. They were trying to, to get to their new Atlantis. You know, when you find out that Christopher Columbus, he's got the, he's got the, uh, the Knights Templar sails. He's got the, he's got the red crosses of the Knights Templar on his sails. This is not, again, these things are, again, when you realize these people are all about their symbols, when you have a symbol like that on the sails, people should know what that means. Right. And I think it's, it's, it's obvious what that meant. Now, I think what's, which, what people need to understand is that the Knights Templar <laughs> who worship the Baphomet, by the way, you know, the, the Catholic church and all these other churches accuse them all kinds of her heresy, right? The, the Knights Templar were, um, well, guess what? They were right. They were right about the, Knight, the Knights Templar. These people were wicked. You know, these people were, uh, there's a lot of interesting things. I've been, I've been learning a little bit about the, um, the Knights Templar and so these, these people were like a military order, a military combined with religious and also banking. And so I think, I'm not sure which Pope actually gave them some power, but he basically let them build, build churches and then they made them tax exempt, you know? So, so they started doing all these other things that were obviously had nothing to do with religion and they end up having tax exemptions. And so obviously at some point they grew so powerful, became so rich that I think that's where they brought the heresy into it. They were right about the heresy. I mean, they were so right about the, the heresy, but was the Catholic church in any position to call out somebody else's heresy? <laughs> no, no, of course not. It wasn't about the heresy. I think what it was really about was the fact that they were getting too powerful. You know, they were a threat. So Again, you start burning everyone at the stake. They start killing all these, all the Knights Templar. So, of course, the, uh, the, the same view of history that says Columbus was looking for India and then, hey, I just found a new world. Yeah. No, they, they're going to tell you that the Knights Templar were all killed after uh, th whatever, 1300. You know, so the last, that's the Knights Templar. And, and so there we go. We're going to wash our hands of that. That was a nice run they had, and they're all gone. None of them left. Well, of course, now when you start to understand, understand these secret societies, talk about like a hydra. I mean, a hydra is a very apt analogy because you chop one head off, another one sprouts up. So obviously the Knights Templar, call them whatever you want, and they become the Rosicrucians. And so the Rosicrucians, I think, is the ones that are associated with Christopher Columbus and his family. So, you know, he's got like the, the, his family crest is... A, a, like a cross, just like the Templars, except it's green. So it's different, right? It's totally different. Don't worry. You know, it's, it was a, it was a coincidence that we had decided to make the flags on the ship red, just like it. Yeah. The red cross, all of the same things. Yeah. The pirates. It's, it's interesting when you start to look into the piracy, the pirates were these people in these orders. 
you know, these people are always looking into these relics. They're, they're hunting for relics. They're always into this esoteric knowledge. Like I said, you don't think that those people, those people in those secret societies knew that there were big pyramids over on the side of the earth. You know, they didn't, they didn't know anything about North, North and South America. Of course they did. Of course they did for thousands of years. So in my video talks about Manly P. Hall writing about the things that they knew. I mean, when you really start to understand like the, the people, okay, let's just, let's start, let's start from way back. We've been lied to. We've been lied to over and over again. Like even go, if you go back all the way back to the ancient Sumerians, like ancient Sumar, they knew all kinds of stuff about this earth. They established the seasons. They knew about the procession of the earth. They knew, they knew, they knew about the stars. They knew about all the constellations. They gave us our like 60 second minute. These people were very smart. You don't think they know about another continent across the, you know, across the ocean. These people were building dams, aqueducts, advanced civilizations, advanced civilizations. The idea that people built pyramids, but they couldn't build a boat to go across the ocean. That is silly. And again, when you go across the ocean, you find out there's gigantic pyramids. Tons of them. Who built them? Yeah, just, just, just even think about this. Okay, let's just go back. Yeah, let's talk about the Romans for a second. Let me bring the Romans up. The Romans were more advanced than the Europeans for many, many years. Like the Roman Empire was so much more advanced than, the, the, you know, basically the tribal Europe at a time. And so the, so the Europe, you know, so like the Romans, they weren't advanced enough to go across the ocean on a boat. Get out of here. The Phoenicians, I think I was reading, I was reading uh, over the weekend about the Phoenicians and the Phoenicians actually, I think Herodotus, the Greek historian said that they could sail all the way around Africa. So if you could sail from the Mediterranean all the way around Africa and back, I would say that you could probably sail across the Atlantic Ocean, right? Of course they could do it. So the idea that nobody knew about what was over the ocean until Columbus till 1492 and Columbus, you know, dumb luck. He's sailing to India and ends up finding America. Actually, just an island off the coast of America. That is so naive to believe that. And again, so you so in my video, it shows and then I got and I have to give credit for this. This was a Leonard Ulrich's video, New World Order, uh, Secret Societies and, and Biblical Prophecy. Very good documentary. Very good. It's a very good documentary. And so what he talks about is Roslyn Chapel, where the where these Knights Templar actually literally etched, you know, they, they carved into stone a lot of the a lot of their knowledge. And so they actually put into the engravings on their chapel. They put on their um, like basically co corn from North America, which they didn't have in Europe. And this thing was started and they and they started building this thing 46 years before before uh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. So they knew about the stuff that was in the new world before any, before anyone got there. Is that true? I mean, are we to believe that? No, no, obviously not. I mean, even this is one of those things where even in school, they kind of said, yeah, the Vikings probably got there first or the, the Vikings got there long before Columbus did. Well, I'm telling you the Vikings weren't first either. First of all, there were already people here. So there was already people there. So how did they get there? You know, who were there before those who, who were there before the Native Americans? 
Because when you find out that the Mayans, the Incans, you know, the native peoples in, in the North, North America, they have these gigantic structures there that they don't even claim they built. So who built those things? You know, I'm of the mindset that a lot of that stuff was antediluvian. Those things, those things were, those things were before the flood because there's no explanation how they were built. There's no, there was no peoples around to take credit for them. Giants. Yes. And there was also giants. Very, very true. I mean, the, the native Americans, there's many, there's many mythologies of giants. They all talk about giants. They talk about a flood. They talk about all these things. They also worship the sun. They worship serpents. And, and while we're on the subject of, of serpents and the sun, what I find very interesting, let's talk about another lot. Let's talk about a big lot. That America was named after Americano Vespucci. That has got to be one of the dumbest ideas. So this one guy, who's not Columbus, right? Who discovered, what did he discover again? Supposedly he discovered mainland, mainland uh, North America. This, it's so silly. First of all, Americano was not his original name. It's actually, as I think his original name was, as it, it was like Alera Garo or something like that, or it was like Alera Rico or something like that. It was something silly like that. He changed his name to sound more like America after they named it that. So you don't get named something to get named after you, and then you change your name closer to that. And so what's interesting is that the Incans had a word called America, I think it's a Amaraku, Amaraku, which sounds obviously very much like America. And it, and it literally means the land of the plumed serpent. And if you don't know what plumed means, don't feel bad because I kind of looked that up too. And of course, it's like a decorate decorated with feathers. So they literally say, so uh, the Incan word for basically America meant land of the plumed serpent, basically the feathered serpent, uh, Quetzalcoatl, whatever, um, Quetzalcoatl, however you say his name, who, believe it or not, is actually in the new uh, Black Panther movie is interesting. And obviously it makes sense. Look, I mean, you don't show up to, to two continents and name it after some guy, right? <laughs> There's people there. They called it something. You know, you'd probably call it what the people there called it. And they were calling it the land of the plume serpent. And you know what? That's probably why they wanted to go there. Because that's where their new Atlantis was, all the things. It, it's, it's like I said, it's so crazy. It's like, so Columbus discovers America. They don't name it him. They don't name it after him, though, right? Why don't they name it Col you know, why didn't they name the whole place Columbia, even though we have the District of Columbia here? You know, instead, they named it after Americano Vespucci, whose name wasn't even Americano when they named it that. We've been lied to so much. And if you actually just think about it for a couple of seconds, it's like those things never made sense anyways. Oh, yeah. He like Americano Vespucci was like a little footnote. Oh, yeah. By the way, they named the whole they named two continents after him. Isn't that a little bit weird? Yeah, I actually, I, that was one of the things I got that from, Tim Alberino. Yeah, he was, he, I, I learned that uh, probably sometime last year. I was listening to that. And of course, when you listen to it, it makes perfect sense because you're just like, they would never name it after some guy, you know? Because who was he? He was just some, he was some other, uh, basically, explorer. 
Americana Vespucci. One continent? No, I mean, well, I mean, there's there's North America and there's South America. I mean, it's kind of two big places to be named after some guy, you know? And so, yeah, it, there's, it doesn't, it makes more sense that you would name it after, there's a lot of people here when they got there, right? There's a lot of people in Mexico. There was a lot of people in Central America, South America, a lot of people in, you know, North America. And apparently, according to the natives, there was giants here at some point. And there's all kinds of weird things. What do you mean it's just one continent? Are you trying to be, um, because they, you know, there's actually separation between the two of them. So I don't know. I mean, whatever. I mean, the point is, <laughs> they can still touch and still be two different continents. Well, so why did the name get the nod? That's a good quote. Well, I think that, because it probably, here, okay, so here's here's my uh, my theory on it. Of course, I don't know this for sure. I know that it wasn't named after that one guy, but I would say this, it might be a justification for saying, why did we name it after uh, the plumed serpent? Um, maybe they'd be easier just to say it was named after some guy because, you know, supposedly Europe is Christian. These guys are supposed to come over there claiming this for Jesus. And we know those people weren't doing a thing for Jesus. They obviously, the things they did when they got here were not for Jesus, right? And I said, I think it's like, that's one of the things where when you realize the devil has these guys coming on wearing crosses, committing all kinds of atrocious acts in the name of God. They are not, these people were not serving God. They were not serving God by trying to plunder a land, to take it over. Conquest, that was not for God. That was for them. That was for their own gain. And when you realize that, like you said, when you have these organizations like the Knights Templar, these people were obviously corrupt. They were they were so rich, and obviously they probably knew they probably knew about all the gold that was was over the New World, and that's one of the main reasons we came. The resources, but obviously I think they even had more than that. They're trying to build a their new Atlantis. You know these are kind of, these are kind of things that you understand. Like secret societies are not just men. I mean, this literally is direction of the principality's powers, the plume serpent himself. I mean, these are things that are prophesied to happen, and eventually they happen. You know, these things are way bigger than just any man. You know, like you can't just point to one wicked man and say this it's, it's his fault because these things are of the direction. I mean, these obviously there's the direction of literally the serpent himself, versions of Satan, all of them. And you, once you find out that this, the gods over here, you know what I mean? The Aztec gods, the Mayan gods, whatever, you know, the, the gods of these places, you know, the gods of the Native Americans, they line up the same way with all these pantheon of gods. There's all these same, it's all the same thing. But yeah, eventually they were going to lead to, they, they needed the new place because eventually they wanted their new world order. And of course, like I said, now we're, now we're kind of getting there. So what is that about? So I guess we're talking about like, you know, 500, 600 years from then. And yeah, here we go. You know, it's kind of like all this stuff is kind of going to fruition. But of course, then they get over here. And what do they start doing when they when America gets established? Same year, the Illuminati gets established, by the way, which is, um, you know, probably co complete coincidence. They start building a district of Columbia and they start setting it up like it's like it's Rome, like it's Greece, like it's Egypt, because it's all the same thing. 
So I find that fascinating that like when you start to see what the real history is, it makes a lot more sense than, okay, this Italian car carpetbagger that went from country to country to try to get funding to go across the ocean to India. He didn't get to India, by the way. Did he ever go to India after that or no? Or did he decide that he found what he was looking for, which was like a, some island? So yeah, he, got, he couldn't get funding from, his, from, from Italy so he had to go to Spain. Then he flies, then he, then he sails with sails that have the Knights Templar's flag on them, or the, the, the crest, the, the Red Cross from the Knights Templar. That makes more sense than that he was actually looking for what he found. And then eventually, I mean, because the real story is, obviously, after 1492, Europe decided the conquest of America. And that's pretty much what it came down to. But it was like, obviously, he didn't discover anything. It was already there. <laughs> that place was long established. There was stuff that was long there by the time he got there. And we're still finding the stuff that's, that's here. And there's probably still lots of things that we don't even know that are here. Even I mentioned, like, when you find out, like, some of the stuff out west, like, we don't even know what's all the way out there. They said that, yeah, the, when I did that video about Lake Mead and the Hoover Dam, there was literally a city called from the Anasazi, an, a, an ancient Native American tribe. And they had they had buildings there that had over 100 rooms in them. They had 20, 20 room uh, buildings, then some up to over 100 rooms. And they flooded that place. They flooded Lake Mead or created Lake Mead, flooded where that that city was. And so now we don't know anything about it. Obviously, somebody did. You know, I was actually uh, texting uh, my boy Luke Caverns uh, earlier today. And if you haven't heard anything, you know, a lot of people claim this. And of course, this is this is speculative, but there's there's Egyptian stuff in the Grand Canyon. Now, is that true? I don't know. But they were saying that there's so much of the uh, the, the Grand Canyon. It's off limits to people. Well, what's in there? I don't know. Why is it off limits? because some nest some bird nest or something like that yeah yeah right okay i'm sure oh is it because it's so dangerous they don't want us to go there even though even though people go missing and, and die in, in uh national parks all the time oh but it, it's grand canyon's dangerous don't go in there guys we actually care about you now even though there's constantly people dying in national parks they don't care about that it happens every day right but go we can't go in the grand canyon so i find that very interesting and then you find out the parts of the Grand Canyon are literally named Egyptian names. They're named after uh, temples in, in India. They're named after like all kinds of sacred places. What the heck is that about? I mean, why would they be naming it stuff like that when, hello, there were people here. Why were they naming it that? Right. Isn't that a little strange? So what is here? You know, so what is there's a lot of stuff that's probably here that we have no idea about. But they tried to establish this view of history that, that you know, that, that white Europeans came over here and started pushing west, and there was nobody here. We were just pushing. We were kind of pushing the pushing the Native Americans out west, but there was nothing here before. And just thinking about it too, it's like obviously there was people on the you know on the other side of the world too. They didn't come over to the west coast. Obviously, we know that there's probably there was probably people from China that had advanced enough where they could build a boat. And go across the ocean. I mean, the, like I said, this is a this is such a 
a false version of history where these people could build pretty decent societies, but they couldn't build a boat to go across the ocean. No, like it's like it, it's it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The Romans couldn't go across the ocean. It doesn't make sense. The, the people who built the pyramids couldn't go across the ocean. We're talking about the people that are that like the people who built the Tower of Babel couldn't go across the ocean. Of course they could. Of course they could. And they did. I'm sure they probably all did. There's stuff. There was stuff here. How did it get here? It wasn't all the people. It wasn't all the people, the Native Americans, because they say they didn't even do it. all, And they said there were giants here, too. So I find that fascinating that that the real history is way more interesting. It's, it's so much more interesting than the stuff that we've been told. Because, you know, what the truth, they always say truth is stranger than fiction. And you find out that it was and it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when you start to look across the world and these all these separate accounts of they said there was giants, there was a flood. You know what I mean? Like these 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 a lot these separate peoples have these similar stories about a pantheon of gods as well. It's like how are these things? How do these things all line up? And I think that's why when you when you see that most of these people like when they get together, they start to understand that their gods are the same as the gods they have. Even I found it very interesting that like even in um, this, of course, this is a little bit of a, a rabbit trail is going talking about Alexander the Great came in to conquer the Phoenician Empire. And he real he recognized that Melkart, the god of the Phoenicians, was Hercules. So these people that don't speak the same language, don't live in the same place. Understand that they serve the same gods as them. They just call them something different. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you think about the story of Atlantis, the story of Atlantis is that, I guess, I, I believe it was um, Solon was a Greek. Uh, I think he was either a Greek philosopher. I'm sure he was a philosopher. He was a, he was also a, um, what am I saying? He was a, um, another guy, obviously searching for things. He was, he went, so he went to Egypt, right? He goes to Egypt and he gets the story for Atlantis. So when, when he comes back to, to tell the other Greeks, he says that Atlantis was built by uh, Poseidon. Okay, so if he got the story from the Egyptians, you know, the Egyptians don't talk about Poseidon. You know, so what's interesting is so, he so they told him a story and they, did they tell him Poseidon or did they tell him an Egyptian god? That just happened that he happened to know that was Poseidon. Like that's the interesting thing to me is like that the, he instantly knew that they're talking about the same gods. The Greeks knew that the Egyptians served the same god as them, and they knew that they knew that like the Babylonians served the same gods as them. They're the same gods, they're the same false gods all around the world. Obviously, when you start to understand that, that's why you know there is one true God. You got the most high God. You have Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit, God the Father, and then you have, you got your divine female, you've got your sky daddy, and you got your son of God. You got your, your part man, part God. And there, like I said, there's, there's so many things that are kind of like confusing about that, but they always have those same, those same things. Those things always line up. Again, that's what we talk about. You go over to CERN, you have your, you know, your destroyer God named Shiva, who just happens to be in the same place where there's another destroyer named Apollyon. 
Yeah, that's a that's quite a coincidence, right? That's quite a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. It's the same. It's always been the same. And I think the, the people, the people with the people who are in the Knights Templars, who are in the Rosicrucians, who are in the Illuminati, who are in the Freemasons, the Illuminized Freemasons, they know that those are the same gods. That's why they have no issues with them. That's why in the new Marvel movie, they made they literally have the the the, the feathered serpent. They turned actually one of the one of the Marvel characters into the feathered serpent. Isn't that interesting? So, like, why are they doing that? It's interesting. So, if you guys are familiar with uh, Namor, uh, the Submariner, you know, he was like he was kind of a more popular comic book character, probably way back in the day. And so they put him in the new uh, Wakanda Forever, the new Black Panther uh, two movie. And so Prince Namor was obviously had some kind of Atlantean origin, right? So because he's a he's got he looks like an elf, except he's got he lives under the sea. It's interesting he can fly and he's like a sea guy right well for some reason they made him um like an aztec guy in this in this movie okay so now he's like you know he's got some kind of a you know mexican origin he's a he's he's an aztec okay and then and now he is the feathered serpent yeah they so you have the fish god dagon yeah exactly yeah, you find out some of these gods are very similar. Yeah, you, know, you have your beast from the sea, which I found kind of interesting. Is actually um, in the in was Ezekiel twenty eight. It talks about that that uh, the the prince of Tyre being sent down to the pit, and he was kind of like more like this the, the pit of the sea, which I find I find kind of interesting. Yeah, Leviathan. Yeah, exactly. Leviathan is is Leviathan a real animal or is Leviathan a spiritual entity? Maybe both. I mean, Leviathan is certainly talked about like a hydra. It's talking. It's talked about almost like the beast from the Book of Revelation. There's all kinds of stuff about that. Yeah, actually, I I've, I found it very interesting. My um, my friend Jenny Meyer, who I did a we did a podcast with, and if you haven't haven't checked her out, she's got a podcast named uh, The Rooted Truth, and um, she talked about um, the the marine kingdom, and I guess there is there's a lot of stuff about the sea. And water and um and the demonic and all this kind of stuff and there's 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 many legends about the demonic stuff in the sea and of course it could just be like you know is it because the sea is dangerous i mean obviously that's could be part of it but i mean it is interesting like there's so much to it well yeah you find out the the, the legends of mermaids but they start they don't really call them mermaids like when you think like uh sailors they're talking about sirens and they're talking about these like harpies and all these weird kind of like yeah, everyone's so obsessed with the color of Ariel now in this new movie, right? But I saw somebody, somebody actually did a very funny meme. It's like, you realize a part fish, part woman, she's not going to be white or black. She's going to be some kind of weird scaly thing. She's going to be horrific looking. You know, she's not going to be cute. You know, I don't want anything to do with a part fish woman. That's, uh, that's yucky. I mean, obviously, I mean, these, these sailors were obviously hard up. If they were, if they were interested in these sirens, but yeah. So like, that's like, just think what in the world would that be? But yeah, it's interesting. All these, these tales of like where these gods came from there's, I mean, honestly, there's something to that. I think, I mean, I don't know what, what is there to it, but I mean, 
there's obviously something to it. I do find it interesting that so Poseidon was the god of water, and and he's the one who basically uh, is responsible for Atlantis. And if you look into the Atlantis, the story of Atlantis, that thing, it, it sounds like a just like almost like the, the story of Atlantis. If you read it, read it for what what um what Solon, what Plato said about it, and it sounds very similar to basically almost like it's like an allegory for the whole uh, antediluvian age. It's this a, it's like, so Poseidon comes in there and Poseidon likes women. He likes, he like, I guess he likes all, he likes all the, he likes all the, 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 the females, the, the daughters of the daughters of uh, Seth or the daughters of Cain. So he likes the females here. He likes, must like the long hair. And so thinks, so obviously think, Poseidon is, had to be one of the original watchers. That's my belief. And so he has a bunch of wives or he has a bunch of girlfriends, whatever. He has a bunch of sons. And so he has 10 sons. And the 10 sons are the 10 kings or 10 princes of Atlantis. And so they rule for a while. And it's this great culture, right? They have this great civilization. And then it says, it literally says that like the divine spirit in them started to dwindle, like started to, um, grow grow more faint it started to die and so as it did you can you could just imagine it's like so they had this divine spirit because it's like obviously they have two um you know they're half they're basically basically uh half nephilim or whatever half half angel and probably the more they probably continue to like this incestuous thing where they're probably breeding you know you know all that kind of stuff so you know obviously they're the, the the more they have kids the more wicked they start to get. And then eventually this place devolves and it becomes so corrupt, become, becomes so awful. They had, they actually had a bull cult in, um, you know, I think, yeah, they sacrificed bulls and they drank the blood of bulls uh, in this, in this temple to Poseidon there. That was in the legends. They had pillars that I think they had a sacred pillar where they had their laws on it and they would drink the blood of bulls and wine together. So they would get drunk on and out of gold cups and they talk about their, the law of Poseidon, I guess. And then eventually the divine spirit started to dwindle. They had more sons, probably giants. They got wicked. And eventually it was Zeus and the other gods decided it was too corrupt and they need to flood Atlantis. And so they caused the flood in Atlantis. Isn't that interesting? Because that mean, to me, it's like, it's almost like, they're talking about the whole world. I mean, cause you can imagine, like I said, you see, you think you see all the pyramids all around the world, you know, which I believe that, that the, the biggest and the best ones came before the flood. And so you can imagine that culture being spread out throughout the world. And it's like, that's why you'd need a worldwide flood to destroy all that stuff. Right. Because you couldn't have a little regional flood to blot out that much technology, that, that advance of a civilization. But I think that's what it is. And you can imagine, and the Bible doesn't really say specifically, but you could imagine that, that God used the other angels, you know, used angels to cause parts of the flood. Did he cause something to fall from the sky? Did he cause like a comet, perhaps? Yeah, I think I think that's likely. I think it could, I think it could have had something to do with ice caps melting. I could have had all kinds of things happen. Obviously, we know the climate changed after the flood. The place got different. 
And I think to me, it sounds very likely that the myths, the myths from before the flood, obviously they're going to say Zeus did it instead of, you know, the most High God. They're going to say it was, it was not the creator. It was Zeus. It was Zeus and the other gods instead of perhaps like, you know, it was Yahweh and it was the other angel, the angels he sent to do these things could have been Michael, Gabriel, all those things. Even like, I mean, if you read the book of revelation, it talks about all, Oh, look at that. Yeah. It talks about, you know, that, that all the, all the angels are going to be used for God's judgments, you know, to, they're pouring out God, the bowls of God's wrath. So, I mean, obviously if God destroyed the world once, he's probably using the other angels. So I just found that interesting that, that the story of Atlantis is basically the story of the antediluvian world. And so was there, was there really an Atlantis? I think that there was, I don't think there's any reason to believe there wasn't. I mean, honestly, when you really think about it, it's like the story of Atlantis is really not all that far fetched. Only when you start to get like the Disney version of Atlantis or the, or some of these scientific versions of it, they're, they're talking, they make it look like it's like some kind of space age thing. But honestly, we don't know what kind of technology they had. Again, we don't, people don't know how they built the pyramids. So obviously they had some kind of advanced technology. We don't know what it was, but you know, was it iPhones? Was it, was it spaceships? Was it, was it all, was it guns? Was it all kinds of stuff? Who knows? I guess the real point is like the story of Atlantis is really just like, it's just a lost civilization. It was an advanced civilization that was destroyed by some kind of cataclysm. Is that really that hard to believe? I mean, what it's harder to believe that, that we discovered all the things about this world that ever existed, that all the cultures, we know that's not true. There's like, I said, there's all kinds of pyramids that are actually stuck. They're like Luke Caverns. Like I said, if you guys don't follow him, he did a video that kind of blew my mind when he was just showing the Amazon and they were talking about all the temples and pyramids that are inside the Amazon. And when you realize how thick the jungle is in the Amazon, it is crazy. And it's like literally like the, the, the footprint of the United States could be stuck right in the middle of the Amazon. And I think there's stories from like uh, what Teddy Roosevelt and those guys who were like doing exploring and stuff. And they said they could, they would come upon temples and they literally couldn't see them until they were like feet away from them. So they don't even have a clue what's in the Amazon. And, and here's, here's another thing. They didn't build those things in, in a, in a giant lush jungle. That place looked different, right? That place looked different when they were building big pyramids in there. Just like I believe you know what? I don't think they built those great pyramids. I don't think the Giza Plateau was some awful desert. It was probably lush when they built those pyramids, right? Because, you know, typically we build our cities by ports, right? We, we build them near water. We build them by, by rivers. We don't build a bunch of stuff right in the middle of the desert for no reason. So obviously there was something different about that time. But yeah, what did somebody say? Um, Gilgamesh. Yeah, once again, we talk about Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, think Gilgamesh, think Lucifer, think Hercules, think um, Sargon of Akkad, think Apollo, Osiris. You know, he was all those same guys. Once I said, once you realize that that, that is your story, that's, th these are your gods from here. That's your Baal. You know, that's, that's all of them, you know? But yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go on. It's like, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, why don't they tell us the real the, the truth of it all? I mean, we can always speculate. 
I think aliens. Well, you know what? I think that I think is more likely aliens than it was the way they told us it was. But obviously, I'm of the belief that you have an angel and an alien. It's really just a different word for the same thing, because we think just because you think E.T. doesn't mean that's what an alien is. Again, the sons of God, the angels are not from Earth. So there you go. They're not from Earth. If they're not from Earth, what are they? They're from someplace else. (laughs) So they're alien to this planet. They were here. They were they watched God lay the foundations of the earth. So, yeah, they're not from Earth. So so if you say aliens built it, you know, that's just that's the word you want to use. I mean, I just said that actually is more honest, though, because, I mean, once they once you actually start to read what like the um, the ancient Sumerians wrote about the Anunnaki, it's like they're saying space. They're saying people from not here came and helped us build these things. Now, why? Why did why? OK, so you got this advanced civilization. Why would they make that up? You know, this, these are the kind of questions you have to ask. Yourself. Why would they make this kind of stuff up? Why would the Greeks and the Romans, who are very smart, believe in imaginary things, imaginary gods? They weren't imaginary. Once again, they, they weren't imaginary. They, they had real they had real power. They saw the power of this stuff. Like I said, these people dominated the whole world and they believed in a bunch of imaginary stuff. They gave credit to imaginary things and not themselves. When you know people really kind of like to, to give themselves credit, right? So why are they giving credit to, to things that aren't real unless they were real? Yeah, when you find out like how, how much some of those, those stones weighed, and not even just, I think they say like, here's the point, it's like, I think they said they averaged what those those stones averaged two tons a piece. But then you find out some of them are way heavier than that. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the average weight. And also they, they had to quarry them. They had to cut them. They had to shape them and they had to be perfectly square. You know, it's interesting. Okay. So somebody brings up the, uh, the, uh, the library of Alexandria. Hey, now here's, now here's my take on this. When you understand that the Romans were not barbarians, right? The, the Romans were actually not, they weren't the kind of people to burn books. So this is, the, this again, what's my take? This is, the, this is where the secret society stuff comes into it, is that most of that stuff, I'm, I'm guessing that the stuff that they knew, they didn't burn stuff that they didn't have, that those people didn't have records of. These people didn't, I mean, these people obviously say knowledge is power. They didn't burn books. They, they would have saved them. They would have stole them. They would have hid them away. And they know they know what was in the, the, the Library of Alexandria. Now, I believe that. Obviously, there's no way I can prove that. But they these people have always passed down their ancient secrets. I said, these are stuff is from before the flood. And once again, they continue to hide that stuff from us. So it's, uh, it's like, did they burn it? They probably burned it because if they, if, if they burned it for any kind of reason was, they already had the information to it and they burned it. So the regular people like us could not read it. Yeah. The Vatican has. Yeah. What that's an interesting part about too, is like when you realize that like, so what, um, so he's, so uh, Christopher Columbus is sailing for Spain and obviously they're under the Catholic church under Catholic rule. 
And so they can, they have they start building Catholic churches over there. And what do they start doing? They start building their their uh, their churches on all these holy these these holy pagan sites in the New World, right? Right. It's it's crazy. Yeah. So they they built it all of they built it all on these pagan these pagan places, and yeah. So this is where, I mean, obviously this is this was the goal of it. What's that? You just got here. I listened till um, hey, that be the topic. Um, I don't know. Wait, who is? Oh, is, we're talking about um the color of um of deities, um. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's silly. Jekyll Island is is Jekyll Island. Is that the is that the place? Is that is that in Antarctica? The um, well, the Christian. Okay, see this is, see this is where Christ, The term Christian gets used a lot, and again, we realize that. The, the people who say they're Christian doesn't mean necessarily mean they are Christians. Now, I think this is this is my, this is my belief, and I think this you can back this up probably pretty easily. Is that that the Roman Roman Catholicism, the Roman Christianity, the the Constantine, Constantine version of Christianity was not Christianity, right? This guy could not control Christians, so therefore he co-opted Christianity. Yeah, so the, he he co-opted Christianity to control it, and obviously that's why you have this basically this idea where when they were persecuting the Christians, Christianity was growing, it was becoming strong, and obviously when you think about it, and this is what you need to understand, like going into the end times, and this is why God allows persecution to His church, is because it raises up a strong remnant. When you have people who are willing to die for their faith, that's a real Christian, right? Those kind of people know the truth; they're willing to die for the truth. And obviously, that's the kind of version of Christianity that is real. But what you have happen is when you got Constantine coming in there, and he's probably he's still worshiping the sun. The Romans did not stop worshiping Apollo. They did not st stop worshiping Jupiter, Zeus. They still worshiped Minerva, Min Min Minerva, Minerva. They worshiped, uh, was it, uh, I don't know, Columbia. They worshiped all the same false gods, Diana, Artemis. They worshiped Artemis, Apollo's sister. They still worship. I mean, and that's why, that's why when you look into like the, like the Catholic church, they revere Mary. Why? The Bible doesn't revere Mary. Obviously she had a very, she had a big blessing to have the virgin birth, but nope, nobody says worship Mary. Don't, don't pray to Mary. But guess what? For some reason, the Catholics did, because there you go. You have your divine female. They needed a divine female, therefore Mary, right? So that's why there's this Mary worship in the Catholic Church. Again, I said you always think about this. So you have you have your sky dad, you have you have the you have the the mom, you have the mother, sister, you know, could be the wife, right? And then you have the son, and so that's why they always showed. That's why they so often show Jesus looking like a baby in the Catholic Church or Mary holding Jesus because think Tammuz. Tammuz, you got what? You got Nimrod, you know, 
was it uh is it shamaz i guess is like the sun god in um you know back in like the uh, akkadian days you know it's all the same stuff where it's like it's you got you got a dad you got a son you got a woman you know it's i mean it's it just, i mean just don't get this twisted that we have mary was the mother of jesus the man but but mary is not the mother of god right she's not the mother of god that's that's not what that was right so that's why like that's why she's not di- she's not divine in that way yeah all yeah all the same yeah all the same gods you're correct but i mean it makes more sense now when you realize that's why they revere mary that's why they pray to mary because they pray to ishtar they pray to inanna you know they pray to isis they pray to uh, Asura, Asteroth. Yeah, Jesus, actually, I think at one point, somebody, I think, I'm not sure what, I think it might be in the book of Luke, where like somebody basically like shouts out, um, blessed is the, what is he, blessed is the breast uh, that, that you fed on or something like that. And, um, and Jesus basically rebuke, rebukes that person for saying no, you know. Blessed, blesses, yeah, not not her. He actually told her them not to revere her because she was not divine. She was a woman. And she sinned like all of us did. I mean, I believe she's in heaven. I mean, she obviously, I guess I said, this is not to take away from what Mary did, but obviously do not be praying to Mary. Don't pray to Mary. Mary is not God's mom. You know, Mary is, I think, likely in heaven with them. But she's not. She's not a god. She's not. She's not Inanna. She's not Ishtar. But that's how she's. That's how she's worshipped in those pagan churches. They do. It is like I said. That I mean. I. I know there's probably. I know there's. I. I do believe that there's people who are who go to Catholic churches that have faith in Jesus Christ. They are Christians. But obviously, I. I believe. I got to believe they don't follow all the traditions. I, I gotta believe that they don't follow all the uh, the false religious parts in there. I mean, it's clearly pagan. That's what I said. I, I don't know how you could go into Vatican City and look at the look at that place and say, "Hey, look, there's pagan idols everywhere here. Why is there an obelisk with basically? I'm sure it has something to do with worship of these false gods. They have all these Egyptian artifacts in there. It's not a history place. You know, it's it's not a museum." It's like, like I said, do they, do they know the story of the Exodus? Do they know the story of God actually went at those gods, led his people out of out of Egypt? He made a he made his a name for Yahweh right then by by challenging the gods of Egypt, you know, basically putting a judgment on all of them and getting, you know, basically. So once they left Egypt, the Israelites were feared because they served the one true God. They 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 uh they literally put all the other gods on notice, the other towns on notice, that, uh, that the Israelites had a real God, and they were they were marching into Canaan, to the Promised Land. And so, obviously, the story of Jericho is very much about like that. Um, what was it? Uh, gosh, I've I've been bad about names lately. <laughs> um, who is the? Uh, gosh, I feel I feel so silly forgetting this name. I guess I go on too many rabbit trails and I forget stuff. Uh, Rahab. So Rahab knew about the story of what the Israelites did in, or what, what Israel's God did in Egypt. 
And so then we go back to Vatican City. They took idols from Egypt and put them in, next to their church or in their church. How can they not know? They don't. How could they not know? They know. I mean, do, are they unaware of the story of the golden calf? Well, then why do they got like stuff that's like just like that all over the place? You know, that is like, obviously, that was the testable thing. And again, you think golden calf, think sun, think Tammuz, think Nimrod, think, you know, Horus, think, think probably stuff that's written on those, uh, those obelisks during Vatican City. And once again, it's all the same thing. You know, the devil's got many names. It's got many forms, but they're kind of similar. And once you start to see it, the bail, yeah, absolutely, bail. Yeah, I found it very interesting. It doesn't really talk about it too much. In um, uh, um, Tammuz is, I want to say, is that Tammuz is the version of uh, the son of God. That's uh, basically Nimrod, Nimrod's son, or it is Nimrod. I guess that's the confusing part is you realize that that Tammuz is like associated with the bull. He's the son of he's the son of the sun god. Um, what is it? Uh, Shamaz. Yeah, Tammuz. That's right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's is it T A M M U Z. Yeah. So you think that's your son? That's your 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 young bull. That's I think I believe that's your I think I believe that's your golden calf. But I would say probably in Egypt, Egyptian it would probably be Horus. Right, because you have Osiris, Osiris, Horus. Again, they're kind of the same. They're, they're, it's it's confusing, but again, you start to see the you start to see the patterns develop. That you have the woman. I think what is it? Is it Shemaramus uh, is the woman, uh, Tammuz's mom? But then you have like you know Ishtar, Inanna, Isis. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, they like said, what you, and of course, when you think about the Tower of Babel, you think about God confusing the languages, the people's breaking up, and eventually you have, you know, this, this story that's told, it's very similar. Like I said, it's almost like these people are obviously talking about the same thing, but it's a little different. And I think that's why you can imagine these people not speaking the same languages, moving to different places. The story is very similar, but it's different. And I think that's the whole point. It's, it's very, it's, it's very weird. I even looked into this thing where like, so in Ephesus, so I think it even talks about in the book of Acts that Paul got in trouble because he was preaching about Jesus in a place where super pagan in Ephesus and they had a temple to Artemis. So think about this. You have Artemis is Apollo's sister. And Artemis is our new moon program, right? So the mission, the mission to get us back to the moon. Remember, get us back to the moon. The Artemis mission, and Artis, Artemis is the goddess of the moon. Well, he's he's Apollo's sister. Okay, so what I was saying is that so you have the statue to Artemis in Ephesus, and what you what you have there is this weird statue that's got. They basically said it's got a bunch of breasts on it. Okay, so so Artemis is like known for like the goddess of the hunt and she's the goddess of the moon, but she's kind of like, she's not really associated with fertility, but if you look at the statue they have for her in Ephesus, it was, she was a fertility goddess. Well, she was Apollo's sister. 
not his mom. What's up with that? I think it's because eventually Artemis got associated with, once again, the fact that she was Ishtar, Isis, Inanna. She was um, Columbia. She was all she was all the same things. Yeah, it, the crazy part is like, so, so again, this God of confusion, the devil is the God of confusion. So that's why it is always, it is confusing. You know, you think you, you think you, you think you got it completely pinned down. That's why you can never just pin these things down one to one. Uh oh, am I still am I still being censored? Yeah, there's well, like I said, Disney is um, yeah, the prince of the power of the air. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll bounce early tonight because I can't take I can't take the TikTok um <laughs> I can't take I can't take this this uh, the TikTok mess up. Okay, it's good. Well, like I said, I think I think the one thing is you always have to remember consistent. I think again, this we we bring it back to the North American uh, connection, and you have. See, what you typically have, you have some form of sun worship, right? You have sun worship, you have serpent worship, you have fertility worship. You have usually some kind of worship of crops. So that's why you usually have like a storm god who can bring the, brings the rain. You have a woman who's about fertility, eggs, you know, pagan sex fests. You have, and then you have like a, like a sun god. You have a moon goddess, and sometimes you, like I said, again, you might even have a sea god. But I mean, the the, the things remain that are very consistent, and that's why I said I, it was interesting when I was talking about that entire read. You know, read Ezekiel twenty eight, and it talks about the prince of Tyre, and it talks about the king of Tyre, and the king of Tyre is your serpent in the gar- garden, your fed, your plume serpent, a maraku, a maraku. And then you have, uh, but the the god of Tyre, the island city of Tyre, was Melkart, and the Greeks knew him as Hercules. And I, and it was interesting when I was reading about Hercules, Hercules and Apollo are not very much different. So I would say that Hercules, Lucifer, Apollo, Lucifer, they're all the same things. Oh, Golly Sue did not hear about the Knights of Columbus. Well, I didn't actually specifically mention the Knights of Columbus, but um, I was talking about the Knights Templar. But the Knights Templar, well, I'll, I'll talk about this real quick, and then I'll probably um, and I'll probably bounce for tonight. Yes, well, it's it's a Maraku, and it's definitely it's definitely about that's I I believe that's where America gets its real name, and it means it was an Incan word for land of the plumed serpent, so it was the feathered serpent, uh, Quetzalcoatl. I think I always say that wrong. No, but I was talking about, so the Columbus connection between uh, Columbus and the Knights Templar, well, Helios, well, Helios is the, is another sun god. All the sun gods are the same. Helios looks just like Apollo. They're all the same. Every sun god is the same. All the sun gods are the same. All the moon goddesses are the same. All those gods are the same. As I was saying, they can call them. I think. I think I said what I was saying in um, 
into like the, the Mesopotamians, it was, uh, was it Sh Shamaz? Shamaz, yeah, Helios, yes, Helios, sun god, Lucifer, yes. Yes, all the sun gods are the same. Helios, Lucifer, Nimrod, you know, sons of God, sun gods, Artemis is goddess of the moon, Inanna, goddess of the moon, Ishtar, goddess of the moon, Isis, got you know, they're all, they're all about the moon. Yeah, so. Okay, we already talked about that. America, that's what I'm saying. That's what they say that America was named after America, Americana Vespucci. But when you find out Americana was not his name until after they named America after him. So no, it was. It's a, it's a lie. Those are those are lies. They didn't name two continents after some guy. Obviously, if they had named it, if they had named it Columbus, it might the story might make sense a little bit. But no, actually, the Incans called the the Americas. They called it Amaraku, and that was the name meant the land of the plume serpent. I mean, it said it, it 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 makes no sense that they named it after this this other explorer. Like, why would they? You know what I mean? And why would everybody, why would all the, why, why, why would all of Europe just, just let it be called that? Wouldn't these people, you know what they, just think about this. What is, like, just look at the states we, we live in and what were they named? You know, we, I live in Virginia and it was named after, what was it named after some, some person in Europe. They named it after, like, I, I'm not sure who Virginia was. She was like, I don't know if she was a, I don't think she was a queen. I think she might have been a duchess. But they named it after they named it after them. You know what I mean? Like Americano doesn't have the kind of pull where he's gonna name the whole place after him. Like, and they ain't naming it after him. They had named it after a king. They wouldn't name it after some guy. And of course, you realize that like people were already here. So obviously, these people called it something. And they called it the land of the plume serpent. And that's what the people, that's why they that's why the name stuck. You know, you name two continents after some guy. No. Like I said, it's that's always been a footnote in the story, too, is that Americano was, like I said, if you look it up, his name was really like uh, Alara Garo or something like that, Alara, or Alara Rico or something like that. It was some, it was not, that was not his original name. His Christian name was not that. It was very funny. Well, anyways, my story about Columbus was, and if you go back to my, my TikTok I made, if you guys haven't checked it out, see the the true story about columbus columbus was not looking for india he was looking for what he found he was looking for the new world he was looking for the new atlantis again columbus is sailing over to the new world with with flags that have the knights templars cross on it and now to be clear the knights templar were like obviously defunct after like the late 1300s. So like a hundred years before, I think they, they burned the last, uh, the last Knights Templar at the stake. But was he really the last Knights Templar? No, he obviously wasn't. That's why the flags were still there. They still had those flags because they didn't kill all of them. Those people changed, they changed the name. It's kind of like these businesses that go out of business and they, they, they have problems with, with, with their taxes. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna need, we need a new name. And so obviously there's so much, the, the Templars had so much power, so much money in Europe, they changed names. So eventually they became like the Rosicrucians. Oh, well, hey, um, 
I was actually getting to that. I just told you he wasn't part of the, the Knights Templar, but he had the Knights Templar's flag, didn't he? Because he was part, his family had ties to the Rosicrucians. The Rosicrucians were not different than the Knights Templar. Again, just like all these other things are not different. You have Freemasons, you have all these other same kind of orders, skull and bones. You have the order of the order of the Illuminati. You have all these same things. There's this, this is important guys. This is, and I've, I've been saying this and I've been saying it again. I'm going to say it again, is that when you find out the peoples, these kind of peoples, the symbols are their language. The symbols are their language. So when they put a Knights Templar cross on flags, it means this, it means what it always has meant. It means it's not subtle. Again, that's why these, these, these symbols transcend languages. They, they transcend time, they transcend continents. So when you have those symbols, they mean something. So they could change the name of the group. They could change the English name of the group, but they still have the same symbols because they are the same. It was not the cross of Spain. And guess what? Even if it was, it meant the same thing. The, the Templars were powerful. You know, the, these, these temp, the Templars and the Catholic Church were more powerful than these countries. They had more money than these countries. You know that, right? That's the whole point. They had the money. And anyways, they weren't the Templars. They were the Rosicrucians at that point. Like, you need to understand that the people who have the money have always ruled this place. Again, the golden rule. He who has the gold makes the rules. So you can go tell you can go show me what the history book says. I'm telling you the history book is lying to you. This guy's going to tell me, oh, this is what this is what my history book says. This is what my history teacher told you. He lied to you. If anybody really thinks, do you think this? Okay, I'm asking you a straight up question. Do you think he was looking for India? Do you think when he got to the to uh, the islands in the Bahamas, you think he thought those were Indians? Do you think he still thought he was in India? Do you think Christopher Columbus was so dumb that he decided to go left instead of going around Africa when he, when he knew that was the way to, uh, to India? No, there's, there, there, there's no way that this guy, when he got to the Caribbean, he thought he was in India. And then he named all the people Indians there. That is such a naive view of, of history. These people, it's like, it's, it's a view of history that all these other people were so dumb. They were dumb until one day they decided they were going to go across the ocean. There were people here. Oh, so now he's a pirate. So he was a pirate. Well, guess what? Hey, newsflash, you know who the pirates were? The pirates were these people in these secret clubs. Think skull and bones. Do you know the skull and bones? You know, the, you know the bushes are in skull and bones. And so you know they put skull and bones on their flags. Who, what group do you think they were saying they were from? Hello? You know what the pirate flags look like? They look like certain symbols. You think you, think you might start to understand now. The symbols for the pirates are the same symbols as the ones in the secret societies that you say don't exist. <laughs> These people all say who they are. I said the, the, the flags on the on the sails say what they say. That is what they're saying. And it is. 
like I said, these people are pirates. And this is why pirates are kind of like rock stars in our movies, right? When, when they're all wicked. Your family's all Freemasons. Well, then why don't you know more about it? I think the problem is you might be, you might be hearing from people who don't really know. That's the problem with the Freemasons. The people who don't know, don't know. And the people who do know, don't tell you. The people who are in the club who don't know, don't know. And the people who, are, who do know can't tell you. So either way, you're not getting good information from them. I mean, look at history. It's not, again, these people went, this, this, the Templars did not completely go away. They did not go away. They changed shape. Again, that's why you know the symbols. The symbols are who they are. The, the symbols tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the Order of the Eastern Star. It's the same thing, though. That's the whole point. It's not the it's not a different club. It's a club for women, but the symbols are the same. And so what's so so? Tell me what is the uh? Tell me what's the symbol for the Order of the Eastern Star? Why don't you tell us what it is? The the Order of the Eastern Star. It's an upside down pentagram. That's what the that's what the symbol for the Order of the Eastern Star is. And so remember. Guess who? Guess what the uh, the Knights Templar worshipped? The Baphomet. What's the Baphomet symbol? An upside down pentagram. Thank you for making my case for me. It's the same thing. Oh, north, south, east, west. Well, why is it a five pointed star? <laughs> oh, it's it's symbolizing north, south, east, and west. Well, why has it got five points then? Yeah, you know Sat. Yeah, you know Sat. Yeah, Saturn is, and Saturn is Satan. Saturn is a wicked entity. I'm telling you, there's no, there's nobody who's more deceived than the people who are in these clubs, and even the people who know are obviously deceived by the principalities, powers, the devil himself, the plume serpent, <laughs> north, south, east, and west. It's got five points on it. None of them point to the north. <laughs> you know, that's where they point out this way, right? Who am I to judge? Ju judging what? You just said they were north, south, east, and west. Like, so you obviously don't know a lot about the club you're talking about. Are you in that club? I'm telling you, upside down pentagram, upside down pentagram. They're the same. One worships the Baphomet, the other worships the Baphomet. And you might not know it, but it's still the truth. That's what I'm saying. They don't tell the people in the lower parts that they're worshiping the devil. But guess what? They are without knowing it. That's an important thing. We, we talked about this before. If you go back into the Old Testament and you, and you look into the, um, the story of Balaam, the story of Balaam is, is very important because he, tell, he, he tricks the Israelites into worship worshiping Baal of Peor. So they unknowingly worshiped the devil. They unknowingly worshiped the devil. And guess what? They, they still brought judgment upon themselves. That is a scary thing when you realize that you can be tricked into worshiping the devil, whether you, whether you believe it or not. If you're in a club like that, that's what you're doing. So I would say, get out of there. You know, the point is they were tricked. They allowed themselves to be tricked. And this is an interesting thing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up closing with this. 
But it was interesting. We we go back to the um the idea of the prestige. The Baphomet is not the devil. The Baphomet is Satan. He's a, he. The Baphomet is a devil. You know what? A devil devil is not a name. A devil is a descriptive. A devil is a liar. Is a deceiver. If you believe the the Baphomet is good, well then you've been deceived. You've been lied to. That's a devil. Devil is not a name. You know that's a, that's one thing we people don't understand in the Bible. Lucifer is not a name. Lucifer is not a name. They don't talk about the devil's name in the Bible. They call him Satan because Satan is your adversary. <laughs> See, this is how confused you are. You you think a goat a goat demon who's got who's who's obviously some kind of version of both. He's some kind of gender bending goat demon. You're saying that's a divine female and male. That ain't divine nothing. That is evil. That is that is most definitely Satan. That is most definitely a devil. But you know what? That's not a name. That is not a name. The devil's name is not in the Bible. They call the devil the serpent and the dragon. That's all we really know. Satan means adversary. Devil means deceiver. I'm telling you. I'm I'm aware of what, what what you believe, but I'm I'm telling you, you're deceived. If you think that that entity is good, think as above, so below. So the Baphomet is below. Where do you think Where do you think that is? That means that entity is in the bottomless pit. That 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 entity is probably chained up under the Euphrates. That entity is in hell. You know, in some kind of form of hell, some form of Hades. Who am I to judge? God is the one to judge. I'm telling you what God says. I'm telling you the Baphomet's not good. I'm telling you that's a, that's an evil entity. That's a devil. That's a Satan. That's a version of Satan. Is that the serpent? No, I don't think so. Is that is that the dragon? No. No, it's not my opinion. No, it's not my opinion. There's only one true God, and that ain't it. <laughs> you know what? If you think that's a God to you, that is not right. I mean, like... I mean that's how bad that's how bad you're deceived if you think that's a god. That is a false god. That's Satan. That's the devil. It's evil. I mean it's it's clearly evil. But yeah. Anyways, back to what I was saying about closing closing here tonight was that if you if you go watch the 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 Prestige, I'm telling you, I'll pray for you later, sister, because that is that is troubling. That's troubling that you believe that's a good entity but no that's evil the baphomet is evil it's as below that even they believe it's below the, the baphomet's in the earth what do you think it's doing down there it's being punished it's being it's in chains it's in hell not good not good but when you think about it so what it's what it says in the the prestige there's three parts of the trick you have um I think it's the, uh, gosh, I can't forget these things. But anyway, there's three parts of the trick, but there's the turn and then there's the prestige. And so between the turn and the prestige, Michael Caine makes a point to say, you won't know, like, you won't know how we did the trick because you don't want to know. Like, here's what I'm telling you. You don't want to know that that's Satan, but you should know. You should be able to see it. Like I said, you don't have eyes to see and ears to hear if you can't tell that that's a, that's, that's a devil, that's Satan. 
It's a goat demon. It's got horns. I mean, gosh, it's got a pen. It's it got it's got the pentagram. I'm talking about the movies telling you the truth. The movies telling you that they did magic on you and you want to believe it. I'm telling you that that's the point is that's what magic is, is that they can show you a goat demon and you can think it's a divine feminine masculine. It is evil. And I'm going to say, if you, if you put your faith in that thing, I, you'll end up in the same place it is. Don't do that. Like I said, there's one true God who's good and it ain't, it ain't no Baphomet. Please. Please, I, 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 I beg you to, to come off that. Baphomet, Baphomet is, if at best is a fallen angel, it's it's definitely demonic, whatever it is. Yeah, I would say like, this is how this is how you get, this is how you get to where we're at now, is that this person over here said that the flags on Columbus's sails were actually the flags of Spain, the Knights Templar, and she didn't want to say they were the flags of the Knights Templar because they worshipped Baphomet. Meanwhile, later on, she says. She was in the Order of the Eastern Star, who worships the Baphomet. They have the same symbol of the upside-down pentagram. And it's not the same, but it is the same. The God of Confusion. Don't worship the God of Confusion. Because this is going to lead to, it's going to take you to the same place he's going. Do not go there. Like I said, you can, you can repent. You can come out. Like I said, the truth will set you free. I promise you that. Upside down. It is upside down because they have it as as above, so below. It's the well, the one that's above is 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 right side up. The one that's below is is upside down because it's as below. Oh my gosh! Like I said, you right is up. Woe to those who say good is evil and evil is good. I'm telling you, woe to you because you say good is evil and evil is good. I'm seriously, you need, you need to, you need to come off that. Uh, that's troubling. That's troubling. I mean, I guess I said that we're, we're in the, we're in the day and age when people think that that is okay, but you know what? It's not, you should, you should know, you should know better. Uh, my sky daddy, my God, my daddy's not the sky daddy. He's the one who created this whole sky. My God created the whole universe. He's more than a sky daddy. That that's the that's the God that these 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 uh, the Templars served, the 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 Egyptians served, the Greeks served. They served the, a sky daddy. I serve the God who created the whole universe, the creator of all things. But anyways, guys, I'm gonna get tonight. If you haven't checked it out, watch the new uh, my new uh, Columbus video. Talk about how people are deceived, and we got one in here tonight. Um, check that out because obviously, now he was Columbus didn't discover anything. He wasn't looking for India. He found what they were he was going to find. They sent him here, and we know who sent him here. But yeah, you guys, if you guys haven't followed me yet on the uh, Telegram, follow me on Telegram. Like I said, I'm getting more people in there every day. I even even tonight, I because I because I put out some questions for you. I I, I hope I answered Golly Sue's question. 
but yeah, if you guys have questions before I go in live, I'll try to try to put them out there, let you guys know. <laughs> yeah, well, I said, I'll pray for you, sister. But yeah, hit the link tree. If you guys missed any of this live, you want to check it out, I'll post it on YouTube later. Um, also, uh, maybe it'll make it to the audio version. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, YouTube, follow me on IG, hit the link tree. Love you guys. Uh, God bless. Yikes. probably weren't thinking that were you you're probably thinking jt that was a weak pun